Carter with my lovely co-host KQ and it's the Melanated Millennials podcast thank you for joining us for another episode uh, it's been a minute we're trying to get back on schedule man. yeah we'll get it together All we're right. trying to prioritize and schedule everything so we can be the best Melanated Millennials possible Right, you know, it's life, work, school, you know, it's the summertime, man. You know, we're trying to somehow squeeze enjoyment and vacation into the summertime. Right, living my best summer. Yeah, man, adulting is really hard. It's real hard. Especially at this point, I think it's just kind of awkward. Like, we're at the stage where it's like, you know, it's kind of, kind of, can afford to miss vacation, but it's like, you feel like you're still young. You're like, I need to go on vacation, so. Yeah, it's like that whole FOMO thing is there, but but then you know you got responsibilities. So it's right. like, you feel guilty about having FOMO. It's true, yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel like, oh, man, I'm too old to be right. wanting to go to every party, man. It's like, when was the last time you went to a party, though? Right, exactly, I'm saying. Struggle, struggle, man. The struggle is real. It is what it is. But KQ better kick it off with our intro to the deep question of the day. All right. So this one's is real deep if you really want it to be deep, but maybe not. So would you rather lose your sense of smell, lose your hearing, lose your sense of taste, lose sight, or lose your sense of touch? So which one of your senses would you rather lose? Uh, I'd rather lose touch. That's an easy one. Here's why I'd rather lose touch. Granted, you know, I, 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 you can use your, as long as you have an imagination, I feel like touch won't be that big of a deal. Because mentally, physically, and in real life, you know that you can see like somebody touching you, right? Or your kid touch you. So you know that they're touching you, you just can't feel it, but you know that they're making that connection with you. So it wouldn't really bother me too, too bad. Plus you almost be like a superhuman. If you couldn't feel touch, technically means you wouldn't be able to feel pain. True. I mean, it was still you still be super regular, but it's like think about it. Like you could be in the gym all day. If you couldn't feel touch, aka you can't feel anything, you'd be in the gym all day working out, man, and just blow up or completely you know, ruin your body. Yeah, I'm about to say, or you can completely injure yourself and not know. Hey man, mind over matter. I don't know though, but like with sense of touch though, it's like you think how much how good it feels when somebody gives you a hug. You know, you lose all of that. You know, just that whole sense of it, it builds a deeper connection with people. I feel like I could cope. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think I can figure something out, man. I don't know. I thought a uh, sense of smell. You would lose your sense of smell. I would be fine losing my sense of smell as long as I could still taste stuff. I wouldn't. I know it's connected, but if yeah. it if it's how it is on here, I'd be fine to lose my sense of smell. So you could eat whatever you want. See, that's the only reason why I didn't say sense of smell, just because sense, smell and taste are connected. Yeah. I guess that's just like the biologist. But if it wasn't. Yeah. Okay, now if it was if it was like hundred percent like separate Separate. and I could still taste without smell, oh yeah, get rid of it. Yeah. This stuff it smells bad, man, that you're not trying to smell. Right. Think how many foods you try you don't try because it smells bad. Chitlins. People don't eat chitlins. But it might still taste bad though. It might taste bad. I don't eat chitlins. I've never tried them before. I've had them before. I don't need. I don't need them. If that's what I need to eat to have black car, <laughs> we'll take my black car. I'll take the melanated part <laughs> off. This is only fifty percent of the melanated millennials is melanated. Drop my stock down. <laughs> yeah. Right. Melanated. No, millennials. That's it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Took my black points away. It's okay. Yeah, I got plenty of black points that I don't have that shit have. So I feel you. Right, man. Yeah, man. All right, so I think we're about to get into, we got some good things on our agenda for today. We're going to talk about some things that we find important. Um, some things you probably find important, things we've looked up and just feel like talking about. What you think? Let's do it, man. I'm excited. Everything that's been happening this past week, and I've been like, ooh, I want to talk to my mom. I'm going to uh, save that for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> save that for the podcast, man. Hey. Well, let's, let's go ahead and get into it, man. What was the first thing we talked about? Okay, keep uh, let's talk about movies. I think both of us um, were geared up for Equalizer 2. And if you've never seen Equalizer 1, you need to go back and watch it. Like Denzel, classic Denzel. 
got you got everything you need in that movie. I think you got your action power pack. You got your little storyline. What did you think about it? Yeah, it was look. <laughs> <laughs> look, if I if I had to give this a numerical score, because it was Denzel in there, I give it a good eight out of ten. But yeah. if you take Denzel Washington out of Equalizer too, man, it's like a good six or five. You're right. You're right. He really, I mean, I guess that's why the movie, he stars in the movie. Because literally all the other actors in there are not like A-list actors at all. You really go to Equalizer 2 to see Denzel. Right. right. Yeah, you're right. I had never seen none of those people before in my life. Oh, I take it back. Like his old partner, he looks kind of familiar. Old partner? Yeah. Like okay. the one who came away. Spoiler alert. If the uh, name <laughs> thing. It's been about, what, a week? Yeah. About two weeks. Yeah, it's been about a week since Equalizer 2 came out. If you ain't seen it now, you're not going to see it. So, right. Okay. Just listen. You might as well just finish listening. Right. I'll fast forward through this, but you might as right. well just listen. Or you might be the kind of person that bootlegs it. But we don't, uh, we don't condone it. We don't like, condone it. FBI uh, and myself and KQ do not condone bootlegging of any. Of any kind. Any sources. Yes, indeed, indeed. But I mean... I don't know, man. It's just like, it's mad crazy watching Denzel just like doing people in, man. Yeah, like he has some really gory scenes too. But some scenes also didn't make no sense. Like, it's kind right. of scenes that didn't make any sense. All right. All right. So uh, we already gave you the warning on spoiler. Skip past this part. I'll say like five minutes. So, <laughs> so if you've watched Equalizer 2, Towards the end of the movie, when it's like the final showdown between him and like his old uh, squad mates with him, when he's uh, in the the neighborhood that's abandoned, that's like right on the shore. First of all, it's during the, the hurricane. during the hurricane, right? <laughs> Houses are okay. There's just like debris and stuff. Some stuff's broken up. That part didn't make sense to me. Number two, everybody was dry. They're literally in the middle of a hurricane, like on the beach. Right. Like, they're not dripping wet. Like not they're not getting blown over by the wind and nothing like that. Like, come on, bro. Third thing, the scene where he went into the house and he cut like the uh, we'll say the yeast. He cut the like the bags open in the bakery that him and his wife used to have. Yeah. And the old buddy walked in there and like he like lit it and blew him up. Yeah. What was that? Like at first I was like, flour? And I was like, candy flour. Flour not flammable. You use flour to put fire out. Right. So I'm, I'm assuming it had to be yeast. It had to be yeast. Because that would make any sense. That would make any sense. Right. You're the, you're the chemistry uh, wizard. I don't know. I had to look at yeah. that. I had to look yeah, that see what's going down. We got to do our Googles on that. Right. <laughs> do our Googles on that. If that much yeast will cause an explosion. Then bakeries should be exploding every day, fam. Right. Like, if you think about it, people will <laughs> stop buying guns and will start buying, like, just <laughs> right. big old potato sacks full <laughs> of yeast. Oh, what are you about, what are you about to do this? <laughs> oh, chilling. Right. Just carrying it, walking around. All right, man. People carrying around dime bags of yeast and lighters. Lighters. Got this yeast though. Like, put a little rope in there and make like right. a yeast grenade. Yeast no, you, what they'll probably do though is make you like, you know how they do a NICOR now? You have to use your ID. Mm. Like, in order to get the products, they're doing that to yeast if they find out that's real. Equalize to them. Put, Revolutionize put, them. put yeast behind the, the lockbox, behind the counter. All right, they didn't weaponize <laughs> yeast. All right, man. Just when we started, just when it took Tide Pods out of the, right. the case behind the register. Now we got something new. Now we got yeast back there, man. How's, how did you feel about Equalizer 2? Um, I think everybody watches it for the same reason. We go for Denzel. We know it's going to be action. I felt like the plot had so many unnecessary parts to it. Like, right. it didn't make any sense. Like, the whole reason why they were killing people in it from the beginning, it was just like, what does this have to do with anything? So he was just on a quest, I think, for like, I know, well, um, should we should we spoil it? It's already kind of spoiled. When they ended up killing his um, friend, it was like everything else was to cover up what happened. It began with a killing, and then when she learned about it, then they started killing more because of her. But it's like, well, what started the first killing? Did they even ever answer the question as to why they killed the dude yes, in the first place? they did. I must have been asleep during that part. Probably. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, because they were mercenaries and they just like whoever paid them and told them to kill them, they just did it. So the person, somebody paid them, which that is a plot hole because they never like who paid them Ooh, yeah. to kill the guy, which is, it could be equalized three. Who knows? We don't know. But basically, his friends got paid to kill that guy, but they didn't realize that he actually was working 
for that lady. For the lady and for him. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. old part. That's, that's why they killed him. And then that's oh, when, like, okay. it happened. Because he knew after he found out that he worked with them mm-hmm. that uh, Denzel Washington's best friend, she would find out. Yeah. Because she's too smart. Yeah, and she was getting real suspicious. Yeah, so, you know, they had, a, they had an offer, man. How do you feel about the Miles story? Like, the whole, the guy, the little kid, Miles, just randomly in there bringing that whole sentimental element to it. Yo, Miles had me a little hot. <laughs> he was, like, in the little safe house, like, the little shelter right. inside yeah. Denzel's apartment. I'm like, boy, if you don't sit in there and wait, man. You shut up. Especially since he tried to act all hard all that time. And you here, you can't be quiet. Like you, you've been someplace before where you just somebody knew you knew you had to be quiet. Like you're in a dangerous situation. Yeah, shut up, man. Shut up, bro. Right. Yeah, like these people got guns, bro. Like it was crazy. Is he walked out. Like when he walked out, he didn't wait to see if anything was going on. He just like, oh, they gone. Got right. him. Literally, oh, doors closed. Must mean cool to come out. <laughs> oh, I don't hear nobody talking. <clears throat> right. Shut up, man. You never play hide and go seek, Miles? Never. Right. You, you ain't go tell me no black teenager and never play hide and go seek. Right, man. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of plot holes in uh, Yeah. Equalizer, too. But for sure. Again, one for Denzel, this movie would have been a solid five or six. Or, right, for sure. But Denzel's in there, so it's a good, it's a good eight. He gave a lot of know. marketing to Lyft, too. Shout out to Lyft out there. Oh, he did, man. He gave a, he gave a lot to Lyft, actually. Right, everybody gonna try to see if they can put Denzel on the right. Lift probably paid eighty percent. Well, well, I mean, it was Denzel's production company that did it, but Lift probably uh. They got something. Yeah, Lift gave him <laughs> a nice little check for that. And Antoine Fuqua, who uh, directed a uh, Training Day. Yeah. Helped Denzel with this one. I feel like he had a Training Day moment a couple times, and mm-hmm. I feel like he had some. Training day esque scenes in there. So. He's kind of like an anti hero, a little bit. He's kind of like a vigilante for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. For the, I mean, he really is a vigilante for the most part. Yes. He, he kind of reminds me of the uh, the Punisher. I like, see that. Like exactly the same thing as the Punisher. Like people do wrong, and you know, you just know, like regular law enforcement, police. Ain't they're just gonna get out. Done. Yeah, they're not get job done. The only thing you do is just kill these people. So. That's true, but it seemed like it for both for both uh, equalize this equalizing the in the um, first one was that they seem to always hit home for him for some reason, like they seem to just constantly hit home. So I think that's kind of crazy. <laughs> it was good though, man. Yeah. I, I I would never pay to see it again, but I'll definitely watch it again, like on Netflix. Yeah. Or like a Hulu or something like that. Yeah, or if it came on TV. Yeah, if it came on, yeah, let's go. Oh, yeah. I'm going to watch it. BT playing that. <laughs> over it, over it. Did they play the other Equalizer? TBS. Yeah, they go, oh, they for sure playing it. They playing it. FX. FX. FX, FX is going to kill it. FX is definitely. Matter of fact, it. I think when Equalizer 2 came out that weekend, FX played Equalizer. So I remember seeing it on TV again. See? Yeah, man. Yeah, here. I they're know trying they did. To, they're trying to. Uh, Get their coins, man. You know, people are looking forward. It's not available for streaming on some websites. So that's true. Get those views. Get them. Get them views up. True. So our next topic, very controversial topic. Police brutality in America is there's two sides to it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can't tell by the name of this podcast, we're black. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> I need to put like an alarm ring in here or something like that. Right. Or something crazy. What? I can't believe that. What? Mr. Krabs. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. But, uh, <laughs> so the new man about to come out. Man come out every year right before the football season starts. NFL. Mm-hmm. National Football League. If you don't know what NFL stands for. Anyway, we get to it, man. Um, there's a song in there. It's a YG song with Big Sean and it featured. And, uh, you know, typically when EA puts these songs into Madden, they're usually sports related or, you know, something they'll use during the season, you know, in commercials or, you know, when the broadcasters are coming in, teams coming out. So Big Sean has a verse in this song where he's uh, naming some NFL players and he named Colin Kaepernick. And guess what EA did? 
They took the verse out that he said of Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, they like blanked his name out like it was a curse word. Like legit, like he like dropped the F-bomb or something. Right. But he didn't. Because I think it's uh, I think I can't think of the um, verse. See, think. Look, because that's I look, I'm looking it up right now. Because like I heard I, uh, I think it's I, like you all cap. I'm more Kaepernick. Kaepernick yeah. yeah. I sent the uh, sent the, uh, the little clip to you. Oh, when he was on with uh, him and YG were performing. Oh no, I didn't and see. It. Oh, you see, I sent you yeah. on Instagram. I yeah, I DM'd it to you, man, because it was like Big Sean, YG on stage, and then and the, behind the people kneeling down. Yeah, but they had like they put like turf up there too. Yeah. I was like, oh, just so you know. YG is is known for his statements. Right. Sure, so we'll let you know. I should be a whole other podcast talking about YG and his fashion statements. All right, so I found the verse. So the verse is Feed me to the wolves, now I'll leave the pack and shit. You boys are all cap. I'm more Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. EA. Why? Why? Well, like, y'all worried about the the racist viewers that you have and the racist owners that you have? You literally. Y'all just want to erase Colin. Y'all act like Colin Kaepernick never played in the NFL. Never made y'all money. EA, stop it. Stop it, bro. They would have, you know, the crazy thing is if Colin Kaepernick get picks, gets picked up by a team this year, um, just whenever during the season, guess what? He's going to be in Mac. Mm-hmm. So, but they've, uh, they've already released the statement, and the update is going to come out on, I think it's tomorrow, August 6th has it with his name not blipped out. So they've already updated it to where it's not going to feature. But they issued that apology. If you look at the tweets, like Big Sean made it like um, at 6 that day. And then EA comes back and then responds to them with an apology by 9. So they saw it. I bet they people were blowing them up. Tell you, man, their PR was working overtime. Yes, they were. <laughs> they came up with yeah. a full statement. <laughs> do you, but, I mean, do you feel like an apology matters at this point in time, or you think they're just not gonna care anyway? Just gonna get the game. I mean, I don't think they're gonna care anyway. They're still gonna play the game. They're gonna make. They're gonna say they're in outrage, and they may. But I think for the most part, the same thing that's happened with the NFL last year. Everybody saying it was going on strike. How many people watching the NFL? I ain't watching. Or I, I'll put it this way: I ain't watching in my house. Yeah. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> oh my. <laughs> It was on while I was at work. I think. I just have a glance. I mean, yeah, it was on. I mean, it was on. It's on like ATVs. That's about it. <laughs> I mean, it was on there, so they can get my money. Right. They get Jim's money. <laughs> I can't help that it's on public. Right. You're public right. arena or like at the Wild Boots or something. Like yeah. That. So I know that um, Charlamagne got the guy was like, the money you're gonna spend on Madden, go ahead and put it to the Know Your Rights camp. But then it was like later on, it was saying. Oh, if you do spend your money there, just make sure you still donate to the camp. So I don't know. Like people, I think people still, people are still gonna play it regardless. Yeah, oh yeah, easy. Definitely. I think um, making people aware will probably like, I don't know, like make them wanna be more conscious. I mean, places like different sports places be more conscious of what they're doing. But I mean, think how quickly they had that reply. I mean, they had that response fairly quick, which means they almost anticipate that happening. Right. More than anything. Oh, definitely. It's just like. Oh, no. Oh, my God. I better get up and, and do something. <laughs> <laughs> so you hear any shuffling. You hear some rustling going around. Somebody fight. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, I mean, I think the damage is definitely done. I mean, it's just like, again, let's be realistic. Especially black folk. They still going to get mad. They still got the mad game. They plenty of people still got pre order. I mean, you probably it's probably a small percentage of people that haven't pre ordered or always buy man that are gonna be like, Hey, I'm not gonna Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna get it this year. Yeah. And I mean it's kind of an empty uh apology coming from EA because it's like one reason you apologize is because people called you out because there really yeah. was no reason for y'all to take it out. Yeah. Not at all. Right. It's just like there's like literally no reason to take that that verse out. It's doing nothing. You're just doing that, just trying to you know protect your own mm-hmm. investors. Yeah, that's really what it is. That's really what it's all about. But think how many companies doing that now. Right. Like they know it's wrong, but they're only apologizing or making changes because something is being said about it. Yeah. Should we accept that though? No. 
I don't think so. It's an empty promise. At the end of the day, the only reason they apologize is because they're about to lose money. Look at Papa yeah. John's. Yeah. True. Prime example. Papa John's not even uh, an NFL sponsor anymore. They mm-hmm. ended their contract with the NFL ended their contract with uh, Papa John's. Papa John's is already trash. Loki, right. honestly, it's probably the NFL is keeping Papa John's alive. You're probably right. Every stadium sells Papa John's pizza if they sell pizza. Because they were contracted to do so. Now it's like, who's going to sell pizza there? Free game. Yeah, anybody, Little Caesars. Anybody can get in there. Go, go ahead and get in there, Little Caesars. Right. Get your five dollar pizza. Take your take your spot. When when y'all got stuff for us at Little Caesars. No, because change the game. Little Caesars, if they start, they have to get somebody like pizza that's a little bit bougie. Because everybody loves Little Caesars. Like they, I don't think NFL can make enough enough money off Little Caesars like they could. Little Caesars, if you if anybody from Little Caesars is here, this, <laughs> you want to sponsor this podcast. <laughs> You really just send us like a five dollar right. box, hot pep. And all through the episode, we'll just sit here and uh, <laughs> let everybody know how good it right. is. This delicious Papa John, or ooh, no, ooh. can't say that. <laughs> we gonna bleep that out like they bleeped out right. Cabernet. <laughs> this delicious little season pizza, pizza keeping me going while we do this wonderful podcast. No, 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 no. Thanks, little season. <laughs> Have cameras and give a nice little thumbs up look at it. <laughs> this topic is great and brought to you by Little Caesars. Right. <laughs> Some sparkles pop up. Right. We'll do something. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, man, man. God. Then this year I really was thinking about getting mad because I never really get mad. Mm-hmm. But after that happened, I was like, all right, that definitely swayed me just and not even worry about getting it this year. Yeah. So it is what it is, but. Do you think we're gonna have any issues when 2K comes out? Again? Nah, no, basketball. They NBA is the players. Yeah. Only they care about the players though. They can wear. I mean, what last year you seen wearing shirts? Yeah. With Tamir Rice name the whole team and stuff. Like they support their players more than the NFL does. I mean, it's free speech. Yeah. You see the NBA? NBA lose any money? It hasn't has lose any money. Mm-mm. They're doing, if anything, I think last year, last NBA season was the highest view. Uh, last season was the most money they made in the NBA. Wonder why? Probably because a lot of people aren't watching football anymore because, mm-hmm. let's be honest, man, it's like y'all pandering to, the NFL pandering to one demographic. That's true. That's true. That's it, man. If you're a Trump sport, it's pretty much pandering to that side. That's true. I also, um, I just feel like there's so much drama and things that happen in the NBA that's been super entertaining too, that's keeping people, you know, you got the players participating in social media more. You have a lot of that going on where they don't feel censored as compared to the NFL. And so people are starting to really enjoy, like learning more about what, uh, you know, um, what Steph Curry got going on him and his wife. You know, there's so much, we're so more involved in their lives than we are NFL. Well, you got to think, too, um, I think partly that has to do with that is, one, I think the NBA is a lot more open and, mm-hmm. you know, wants their players to be individuals. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not just be this cog in the machine like in the NFL, it seems like. But, two, you also got to think, though, marketing-wise, it's like NBA players, they don't wear a helmet, so you're always seeing their face. That's true. So that's, that means they have to be more of an individual versus NFL. They're a different number, but... Let's be real. Nine out of ten times, people can name everybody that's on the cast starting, right? Right. Versus you don't know the whole offensive line. It's true. Of your favorite NFL team. Why? Because you don't see their faces. So yeah. it's just like they're just on the line. Like they're just there. So that your favorite quarterback. Let's be real. There's probably like three people on the team. Most majority of people care about mm-hmm. a quarterback, the running wow. back, yeah. and a wide receiver. That's it. That's true. No, ain't nobody really cares about defense like that except for maybe like a linebacker or a defensive end. That's just yeah, that's really like, stacking like that. Yeah, that's just they're a freak of nature and like yeah. college and then you know got the NFL still a freak of nature. That's true. And like you said, you got to think about so much about them wearing helmets because you get to look at their facial expressions during this. Like you get mm-hmm. to see so much in their faces. Where NFL, all they have is their body language. Yeah. That's exactly. all we got to see and know and try to understand. Mm-hmm. So people don't f- could probably see these football players like out in the street and wouldn't know them. Exactly. You would. Wouldn't know them. Exactly. He's like, this guy's huge. 
ain't no spoiled football. Like, yeah, like, there's no new way. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, you just think this person just works out a lot. I'm like, oh, he must, he must work out <laughs> a good bit. Right. You need to go work out with this guy. Right. So, I mean, NBA is, like, doing a lot in the community, too. Like, especially, like, LeBron James. And we hear about his promise school. Hey, shout out to LeBron James, man. Throw some claps over this one, man. Right. Man, if LeBron James hasn't already made himself the go on the court, he is 100% the goat off the court. I can't name another athlete or just... I won't say another human being. I would say athlete. I can't name yeah. another athlete that he literally opened a public school. Mm-hmm. And basically, like, if you just go to this at school all your life and do what you need to do, like, he go, LeBron James is going to take care of you. Mm-hmm. Well, give you the best opportunity yeah. so you can succeed. Yeah. Like, what's he got? You, um, you go. You got a food pantry for the family and the parents so that way because one kids going to school hungry are going to learn better That's and true. then you're you're not going to have a healthy home environment if your parents are stressed out because they can't feed you so mm-hmm. food for everybody that's going to make things better then your parents money won't go as far you're getting kids bikes mm-hmm. then if you live what two miles in within the school it's free transportation that's, mm-hmm. that's amazing i love that it's for at-risk kids yeah. Because those are the kids people don't want to deal with. You immediately put them, like discipline them, put them in ISS, but nobody thinks about anything to um, rehabilitate these students. Because <clears throat> these are some of our geni- geniuses, but we don't do anything to rehabilitate them. And I think it's important that, and I'm glad that he, you know, chose a certain type of student in order to rehabilitate in their own way. You know, it makes those kids, that's all they want is to know that somebody cares about them. And they're not just, you know, a discipline problem. Right. So. And then he's also got, you know, he's got the job connection, kind of like how uh, you got it at Goodwill's. Mm-hmm. He's got the job connection at school for the parents, too. Mm-hmm. So it's like literally he's trying to give the entire family all the resources that mm-hmm. they need to be successful. That's amazing, man. That's real philanthropy. Yeah. Right there. Like, that's out of his pocket. I mean, granted, he probably got some type of grants and Investor, people invest in people, you know, help fund uh, the school, but that's him. Yeah. Like, that's LeBron James. I think that's what changes it from how all other celebrities and people have done in the past is because there's so much more of him in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, like, you know, he's contributing. He's looking at a certain type of. Um, Demographic. He's looking at certain, you know, and he really took his time to think about how he's doing this. Right. You know, it's not like, oh, all these other people are in on it. It's it's mainly him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what changes it. I hope that it sets precedence for other athletes to make the change in this way. Not, oh, I'm about to give 20,000 sneakers to this organization. You know, like, and that's a lot of times when you give people money, they can do whatever they want with the money. But when you actually make use of it, that's like, that changes the game. So do you think... Uh other high um, tier celebrities should follow in LeBron James' footsteps and open the school? Or you think they should just be more hands you saying they should just be more hands on when it comes to education? Well, I don't and think, children. I, I think they should be more hands on just because uh, one of the things that we're lacking is um, funding. And yeah, um, federal government gives you a certain amount, but it's only for certain areas. And a lot of these times, People need it in different ways, or they may be giving it to this school, and maybe the school's getting a lot of money, but certain programs and certain types of kids aren't getting the support that they need. Right. Also, I hope that um, not only do we look at the students, but we look at giving teachers support, because that's one thing that's missing is the teacher support as well. Because, I mean, I think who's teaching these kids? They need to be, like, well-trained, and that's where the money could go, too. Mm. I feel like this, the the staff that he has there, because, I mean, he handpicked them. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they're definitely all in there. It's not like you're a teacher that just slipped through the cracks and mm-hmm. don't really care about the kids, but you're just doing it for a check. Yeah. I don't think, at least at his school, which mm-hmm. I think is a problem in public schools in general because, you know, teachers get burnt out. Yeah. Especially when they're going on hers and it's like, why care? You know, your mm-hmm. superintendent don't care. Right. So, but shout out to LeBron James, man. I hope this forces other people to want to, well, not even force them, but make them actually want to do this. Right. The least you can do is start in your own city. I mean, he, that's what he did. Mm-hmm. Start in his own city. And then him doing that, it's definitely 
going to trickle down to other people and mm-hmm. they're just going to, you know, try to do the right thing now, I think personally. But we'll see though. Only time will tell. Only time will tell. Yeah. Speaking of impact, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got to talk about Travis Scott and how he brought that heat with Astro World. Cactus Jack. In the building. Hashtag LaFlame. Right. Hey, man. Astro World was hard. It was. Okay. I, I really enjoyed Astro World. Was it, it worth the wait? Yeah. Do I think it lived all the way up to the hype? No, not really. Maybe not. Maybe not all the way up to the hype, but. Definitely one of the better albums of the year. Mm-hmm. I could definitely say this is the best produced album mm-hmm. of the year. Uh, I read a meme that said um, they think that Astro World, World is just um, same Travis Scott is just overproduced. Like his same type of songs he's already done, but he's just kind of overproduced. Mm. Do you think that? He overproduces his song? Yeah, like he it's the same songs we've heard again. Just to get uh, to this. Okay. No. If anything, that just shows you that that shows how much influence that he has in other people's music and how many of your favorite artists that he's produced for and written for and made beats for. So, yeah, you've heard Travis Scott sound before from other people, but Travis Scott probably probably produced, man. Stop crying. Go check your favorite rap. One of those songs (laughs) that you saying that uh, you already heard before Travis Scott doing, I bet you you go look at royalties and who was on that song but Travis Scott Cactus Jack right. is on there man right. Love Flame Love Flame not playing man put some respect on Travis Scott name not here in the street I think um, the reason why I like this album is because it got personal too I think all, one thing about his albums was, is that you get to learn a little bit more about him every time right and I think this does the same thing. I think he's like, you can tell the maturity and stuff he's talking about what he's saying to the oh, what, what? Coffee Bean? The last track yeah. on there? Coffee Bean was super uh, personal. Also, like, Stop Trying to Be God. That's that's a good one. Man. Yeah, I, see. I feel like a lot of people like that one. Survive. R.I.P. Screw. That was a good mm-hmm. one, too, man. NC-17, 21 Savage, keep coming with it. 21 Savage might be one of the greatest rappers of this generation right now. Flame emoji. It's a knife. It's a hit. It's a bop. <laughs> I know we're supposed to be talking about Travis Scott, but let's take a segue real quick to talk about 21 Savage. 21 Savage really is a sleeper. He really, I'm surprised I like him as much as I do. He doesn't do bad music. He really doesn't. He really does he's not. He's smart. And his stuff is real. It's authentic. It's him. Like, he's not putting on nothing. Like, you get in exactly what he puts in music. Right. Uh, he, he's he. He's he, man. All right, back to back to Travis Scott. <laughs> we supposed to be talking about Travis. So, also back to Travis Scott. I think every song on here has a different vibe mm-hmm. and emotion. Like it's like a, a whole spectrum of emotions, mm-hmm. like how you feel during the day. Some songs melancholy, some are upbeat, some are angry, some are sad, mm-hmm. some are happy. Like you get all of that with this with this album. Like an amusement song. park. Like a roller coaster. Like Astro World. Astro World. <laughs> it's really like, coming together. Like Astro World. What's your top three strong, uh, songs on Astro World? I liked. Um, I like Five Percent Tent. I like NC Seventeen, and I did like Stop Trying to Be. Wait, I think I like Stop Trying to Be God more than Five Percent Tent. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And I. Butterfly Effect will always be one of my tops. Right. So I can't not put Butterfly Effect in there. But NC-17 stopped trying to be God and Butterfly Effect. Mm. Even though Butterfly Effect is old, I'm glad it's on there still. Right. So my top three is, in no particular order, Sicko Mode, fucking Heat. Shout out to Drizzy Drake. <laughs> and the Yard in Bell. Uh, R.P. Screw, I think it's a, it's a classic. It's, it's, a, it's a good one, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... Uh, NC-17, fucking a bop, man. Right. You go to the club, you running on the treadmill, man. You in the gym. It's a good song. But I did like, um, what was it? What? Was it Who What? Who What? Yeah, Yeah. Who What? Migos? That was fire. That was fire, too. Honorary mention for me as well would definitely be No Bystanders. Mm. Like, No Bystanders is literally just Travis Scott getting on the mic and just snapping (laughs) for, like, Two minutes of some change. He did, he did no course. He just getting on there and just 
going off. That's what they need on their albums. Like you have to have that. You gotta have that on your album. Fuego. Fuego. Fire flame emoji, man. God. I listen I look, I listen to uh <laughs> <laughs> not being a, a Travis Scott saying, but I listen to Astro World probably I'm listening to these two or three songs on Astro World at least once or twice a day. Yeah, for sure. At this point in time. And I don't see myself like not revisiting right. Astro World. It's good, man. Like out of all the albums that came out this summer, man, I'm pretty sure Astro, like mainstream albums, mm-hmm. um, Astro is definitely one that I will continue to revisit mm-hmm. for throughout sure. the year. For sure, Thompson. Um, that I like. Um, Rolling Papers too. I, I think Rolling Papers too has some box on there. Mm. But yeah, mm. Astro World for sure. Astro World for sure. Mm. I would listen back. And I honestly, like you said, I listen to Butterfly Effect at least twice a week. Right. So. I mean, that's before it even, you know, since the album came out. But now he has so many other good songs that just to do the same thing with. Mm, so, right. uh, look this album up. If if you guys heard it already, uh, leave a comment below. Slide my my Instagram. Drop the handles at the end. Uh, but this dude, man, I played it for you earlier. The album is called Harlan and Alondra by Buddy. Just came out not too long ago. He's from Compton. Fire. Every song on here is amazing. He's been rapping for a minute, man. I've never heard of him before. I'm surprised I never heard of him. He is yeah. fire. I mean, he's got so many good features on his album. For somebody that's not really known like that to the mainstream, maybe because we're on the East Coast. He might yeah. be really known well on the West Coast. Yeah. But he's got ASAP, Ferd, Ty Dolla Sign, Snoop Dogg, Khalid. So, yeah. Yeah, so he's pro- West Coast. Yeah, all these are a lot of West Coast, West Coast artists. But, man, look at that man. Just that one song I heard, I like that. Yeah, I man, he got he got some bops on there. It speaks to the millennial. All right, man. It speaks to us. That's right, man. The melanin. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. So Charlemagne the God and the Wale, since we're talking about uh melanated people and millennials, and we you know, we've been talking about all these artists. Yeah. Hip hop artists and you know, celebrities. Wale and Charlamagne the God and DJ Envy sat down and was having a conversation. And uh, Wale made a pretty <laughs> poignant point on Charlamagne yeah, the God's did. wardrobe. Right. He called this man out. Care to elaborate a little bit more for me? Yeah. So he kind of called out Charlamagne for um, his support of Kanye through his um, him wearing Yeezys. And he's like, you know, um, should you even do you agree with everything he's saying? And if you do, that looks as if you are because you're wearing his merchandise. So you're supporting him through what you wear. And I, I thought it was interesting that he brought it up because we do not wear things based on the statement of other people. Mm. So I was like, hmm, I'm glad he called him out on it because most of the time Charlene's called people out, number one. Mm-hmm. And number two, I just love the fact that, you know, he was very forward in how he said it. Right. So you think that um, so you're saying that Charlamagne should not be wearing Yeezys? Basically. I think. Oh, are you on the cancel Kanye team? I can't and get me on record. I cannot cancel Kanye. <laughs> College dropout for life. College dropout for life. But um, graduation. But <laughs> 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 no, I I do think that we need to hold each other accountable for things. And I think that if he felt that that um, Charlemagne was supporting everything he, um, Kanye said based on him wearing Yeezys, I think he should address it. I think he was good at addressing it. I think that, I don't want to cancel Kanye though, but I'm not going to support that. I'm going to bop his old stuff. And I mean, yikes is heat. <laughs> Yo, flames. Right. But, um, Shout out to Ye. Right. I'm team Kanye all day, man. I do not support his um, his recent antics, his public antics about politics in in particular. Um, but I still like something. I'm in the uh, I'm definitely in the minority when it comes to Kanye and his uh, political statements. Cause I can see what he was trying to say. Cause I don't even think he really he, he already said he doesn't care about politics. I don't think he really cares about politics like that. Cause he just he's that far removed from normal mm-hmm. life but 
again, I don't think he like likes Donald Trump as our president. He just likes what Donald Trump is and what represents like somebody that has no background in something, says they want to do it, works hard and does it. Mm-hmm. I think that's what he's clinging to. That's that dragon energy he's clinging to, that big dick energy. Yeah, but I, I still don't think that is um, being who Kanye is, the influence that he is. I think it's not right that we give him a pass to just be free and with what he says. But is it a pass, though? I mean, everybody reprimanded him. It's like, yo, you, you wild. Because as but, a man, you said, like, that's all you do as a man. Like, yo, I don't agree with what you're doing, but keep doing what you're doing. Because then it's like, are you really his friend if, like, you drop him? Because he does something stupid. I mean, we all do dumb stuff. I do dumb stuff all the time. I can name three dumb things I've done in the past week. <laughs> don't can't, but don't cancel me, you know. But it's, you know, it also lends to you know the political and racial climate that we're currently right. in the U.S. Where, you know, if it kind of seems like you're swaying a little bit to the right, then you're all the way on the right. Mm-hmm. If you swing a little bit to the left. Then you're all the way to the left. I think in the climate that we're in, free speech isn't free. It comes with a cost. We see that with so many different things that are happening in our society that we must be accountable for what we say and what others say because we're so everybody's so influenced by what's being said. So we really do have to take into account whether and if it takes for us to cancel him for him to get to where he needs to be or something else needs to happen. Then that needs to, that I think needs to happen. If it's something that affects his business, like we're doing with Papa Johnson, all these things, then that needs to happen because he is a voice that we need and we depend on. When you're a celebrity, regardless of whether or not you want that, mm-hmm. it comes with it. Right. So you can't just be free with that. Shrug it off, like you can just say whatever. Right. You have a responsibility. Right. Okay. And I, I think I that's what I, I think that was what Wally was saying. Yeah. True. I can, I can, I, I see. Again, I, I can see both sides, but it's just, it's sad where, you know, every, everybody, and myself included, we all want everything to be either black or white when mm-hmm. it comes to life. Like, but life's all in the gray area. Mm-hmm. Some things just the gray sometimes just tends to be a, a little bit more lighter, a little more darker shade of gray when it comes to life and. The decisions we make, because somebody's always gonna find something wrong with what you're doing or what you're saying. Not excusing him for the ignorant comments he made, but you know, your truth is your truth, and then how you see the world is how you see the world. Uh, if I disagree with it, all I can do is say, "Hey, man, I disagree with it. Here's my point of view. Do with my opinion and the information I gave you as you will." Right. I agree. I think also everything is about consequences. And we're living in a day and age where every thought, action, choice you make is going to affect someone else. And so although we want we may want to be selfish and think about what we're doing um, to really think about ourselves, we can't. We have to think about the next generation. We have to think about our current generation. You know, and the effects that and think of how many things we're paying for now that our ancestors or our parents. You know, people ahead of us have been doing. We always talk about the baby boomers, like ruining our economy. And now it looks like the millennials are ungrateful and all these things. But we have to, we owe it to ourselves, our community, our people to be responsible so that we can create these environments that help them and not cause them more harm, put them in a deeper hole. Right. But I guess at the end of the day, coming in. We all can, I guess, technically, we're just agreeing to disagree when it comes to. I'm sorry, Taylor Swift. Okay. Beyonce had one of the best <laughs> videos of all time. Stuck on, stuck on that. <laughs> so let's get ready to close this podcast out. We're running a little longer than we have before. We said a good, ooh, 44 minutes, man. Time flies when you have fun. When you're having fun. So let's see what's trending on Twitter. That's a, that's a Twitter bird chirp, y'all. If you, the ghetto Twitter bird. If you didn't, <laughs> didn't understand. Let's see what's going on. All right. So speaking of sports, uh, the Patriots just released 
Malcolm Mitchell. Hmm, wonder where he's going to go. And that's just because he was injured. That's his knee was a concern to them. Look, man. It's business. Patriots were a well-oiled machine. <laughs> if one of the pieces seems like it's not working a little bit, get, you get, out. Can you the hell on out of there? You out. You don't have time for no injuries. Right All right. Now. You better. You better, fake, you better get on that field. They're broken right. leg trying to play. You right, You better. You better <laughs> do something. You better get right. So man. your other leg not working. All right. So when you, oh, sir, I, um, coach, sorry, I broke my my leg. I'll be out for six weeks. All right. Oh, so you ain't gonna be back next week. Damn it. <laughs> so let's see what else is on Twitter. Okay, wow. Why has it been ten years? So today is the ten year anniversary to the release date of Pineapple Express with James Franklin and Seth Rogen. Mm. Yo, that makes me feel old, man. Good. Low key, it didn't seem like Pineapple Express came out that long ago. I know. Pineapple Express was funny. I might go home and watch that, actually. Since it's ten year anniversary. Ten years. They're probably playing on TV. MTV, I'm sure, has it. Right. Oh man. So we got something else trending. This is number two on uh Twitter. North Charleston. In just over twenty four hours, four men have been shot and killed in Charleston, including two who died in a double homicide. What? Hey man. Well, y'all we gotta get better. Right, man. We got Oh man. Stop capping people, man. We're not even throwing hands. We don't, people don't throw hands no more, man. That's why, that's why I don't even like getting arguments with people anymore. Like, well, I know I can get an argument, and, like, if it escalates to hands, I don't even want to do that no more because it's just like, man, if I do that nine or ten times, you might not even want to go at the hands. You might just go straight to a gun and shoot me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's sad. Yeah. People cry because they, they may get beat up. Right. Yeah, I ain't getting beat up. I'm gonna shoot your ass though. <laughs> like my neighbors upstairs, man, they make so much noise, bro. It's like they wrestling upstairs every like straight on Lucha Libre, like going off the ropes, running around, jumping, bro. They be so loud, man, be all damn day. And I don't wanna be like a punk and call my office and be like, Hey, the people upstairs are making a lot of noise. Can you tell them the style? That's pussy, man. I ain't no pussy, bro. Right. But then I don't want to knock on the door. Because really, you don't know what happened to the last people I think that moved into your place. Yeah, I don't know what's going on up there. <laughs> he might be beating his wife. She might be beating her husband. They might be beating the kids. They might be on drugs. I might knock on the door. They might think I'm the cops and just like have a gun on the other side right. and shoot my ass to the door. Right. People get, shoot, people get uh, shot for less. Right. Right, that sounds like a headline that you see on the news. Uh, apartment tenant goes upstairs to his neighbor's quiet and gets shot through the door. That right. sounds like something shot you would. Yeah, that sounds like something you would literally hear on the news, and you just like, damn. Right, that's crazy. Swipe, right. swipe, swipe. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna put hit the wow, the wow <laughs> face on Facebook right. for that one. That's crazy. That's what? Crazy. What? Yeah, man. Stop killing people, man. Let's not murder each other. It's so much more we could be doing. Then it'd be over stuff that's not even important. Like, not saying murdering anybody's ever the right or wrong thing to do or ever right to take somebody's life. But, like, shooting somebody because y'all got an argument over a, a uh, somebody parking a handicap spot and they push you, that's crazy. It's that's, too much. You heard about that? No, no, no. Yeah, that's a real story. Is that like, Florida? That's the Florida one? Uh, I, don't know, I don't know where it's at. It's like the stand your ground thing? Yeah. Yeah. Where so the girlfriend parked in the handicapped spot, the old man came out yelling at him? Yeah. Brian, the boyfriend shouldn't put his hands on him, but that don't give you the right but, to. Yeah. You, like, here's, like, somebody pushing you is probably like level two on, like, the, the danger, <laughs> the danger scale. scale. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you went straight to. Level ten, like the last one, death. Zero to one hundred. Yeah, real like for real, for real. Like you went straight to, I gotta, I gotta kill you. Now. That's the only thing I can do. I mean, you really crossed the line. Right. The one time uh, white people should call the cops, you just chose not to. You just went straight to. Right. Take you just the line, skipped. Yeah. You skipped the line. Right. Yeah. I don't feel like going through this door today. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm gonna pick this one today. I'll just wait for the little girl and lemonade stand instead. Right. Week. Yeah. I'll call, I'll call for that. Yeah, I'll call for that one. They might not like me shooting, shooting a little girl in the face. <laughs> I take him. Right. 
He touched me first. I'm good. That's like, do you live with yourself? Like, can you think that old man live with himself? Like, you literally killed this dude. He's just old. He, he not going be living longer. It's like, I feel like you, I feel like I, me personally, I would just wake up every day like, man, I killed this guy because he pushed me. But if he but had a gun and pulled it on him like that, yeah, I'm not saying the fact that he did it. Yeah, I'm not saying that's not the top of his priority list. Right, or you know, murder people like for something so frivolous is not a big deal to him apparently. Right. Which is uh, bananas, but you know, it is what it is, I guess. That's true. But uh, we appreciate y'all, man, for tuning into the podcast. Love what y'all doing. Please. Share this with your friends. Put it on Facebook, Instagram, tweet it out to people. We're available on, on SoundCloud and iTunes. Melanated Millennials Podcast. Melanated Millennials. Go ahead and drop your where do, where do people can find you? On your Twitters? They can find me on your Instagram, your Instagram. You can find me on Instagram. You know, Wonderlust Remedy. So you gotta for some people, man. Some people, yeah, some people know. don't go to the I Promise School. LeBron got <laughs> right. They ain't made it there yet. They ain't get that scholarship money. W A N D E R L U S T R E M E D Y. And slow it down if you need to, and go back. You know, hit the button and right. reverse it. Push pause. Write it down. Do what you gotta do. But yeah. find me. Hit me up. Yeah, if you playing this on iTunes, you literally got the option to slow it down. You got no excuse. Shout out to iTunes. People be hitting me up in my DMs, but who's that girl you with, man? I'm like, man, you better listen to the, if you listen to the podcast, you'd be able to listen to the end. You'd know who she was. So now I got to go back and fight my friends that right. keep asking me. So clearly you didn't listen. Right. Don't watch this podcast without your pen and paper at the end. All it's right. coming. Can you watch the podcast? You're right. Not yet, though, but we getting there. Hey. hey. It's your boy Zay Parker. You can find me at Zay Parker on IG, X A Y P A R K E R. Twitter, I'm as The Black Trunks. Zay Season, X A Y S Z N. I'm more so on Instagram, though, so slide on my DMs, man. Tell me what you think about the podcast. Which one I was talking about? You got any questions, comments, or concerns? Let us know, people. We're here for you. Yes, yes, yes. I got some pretty good feedback on the last podcast that we had, and I appreciate everybody. Shout out to King. Shout out to my boy, Kevin. I don't know if I forget anybody else. Uh, I apologize. But, uh, flame his comments if right. you forgot your name. Yeah, flame the comments so I can shout you out again, man. We got a, we're growing steady on uh, SoundCloud, so that's really good, man. iTunes won't really tell me much. I don't think we have a lot of people listen to us yet on iTunes, so we might just stick to SoundCloud for a little bit. But you know, oh no, we'll see. We gonna see. But again, this has been the Melanated Millennials Podcast. We appreciate y'all. Thank you. Peace out. Peace.